0: episode number 294 of what did you watch this week my name is mike
1: and my name is john what's up john oh stuff and things we yeah uh, we skipped last week because it was the holiday and um we didn't really have a lot to talk about
0: no not really and actually even though we skipped did we only skip one week or did we end up skipping two
1: no, we only skipped my one, days. but I mean now it's Tuesday yeah. night.
0: So. Yeah, that's true. My my job is interfering, but even with two weeks to talk about, I don't have a lot to talk about.
1: No, the uh the stuff that I have is fairly quality, but you know it's it's not a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I no, did I'm mention to you though that um you know the rookie and this is us both come back this week, so we'll have those.
0: And as they're calling it, the final chapter of this. Yep. Season. Yep.
1: So. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I uh, I enjoy the show. So.
1: As do I, for the most part. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes there are certain things that the Pearsons can do that will annoy aggravate frustrate or cause me to just roll my eyes but you know overall good show
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i agree with that but for the shows that we did watch let's talk about
1: those yeah um i will say that i am now two episodes away from being done with dexter new blood um it it was we got up to we finished episode eight and episode nine was available but episode 10 was not and we we're like uh do we watch this one or do we wait so we decided to wait so this coming sunday the last episode comes out and we're gonna watch it then nice. but it's been good it's been very like it it was a slow start but um it's uh it's living up i gotta tell nice. you yep
0: yeah, I say, think though. I'm. I think I'm definitely going to um, get a uh, sub and watch it.
1: Yeah, they've been having some deals on some streaming services lately. I don't watch as much as I used to, so I really haven't been looking at it. But um, yeah, they uh, there have been a few sub deals out there where it's like, oh, through Amazon Prime you can sub to X channels for 99 cents for the first three months or something like that. Um I have not jumped on any of those, but look around. You know, you might find a deal. Um I right now Dexter's on Showtime, and they've also got that show Yellow Jackets, which does look really good. I kind of want to check that out.
0: Yeah, I kinda wanna check that out myself. Um but like you said, yeah, it's on it's on Showtime.
1: Yep. And I what I had done was uh I got this there was a deal a few months back with uh Hulu. It was like, oh, if you get Showtime through us, it's like ninety nine cents. Uh, I checked my account this time, and it ends March twenty fifth. So I have my uh, my Amazon device digital assistant, whose name I can't say, uh, is going to remind me midway through March to cancel the subscription, mm-hmm. so that I don't pay full price.
0: Um, for Christmas, Addison got Kate uh, an Echo. Is oh. what I'll say. Mm-hmm. That was all Addison. I, I ended up buying. I picked it up for her on on Black Friday, but that's what she decided she wanted to get Kate for Christmas.
1: Hmm.
0: And I thought, okay, whatever, that's fine. And then the more I saw Kate baking in the in the kitchen and listening to her music and trying to wipe her hands off to turn it down or on her phone and this and that and everything, I was like, I really think she's gonna like this a lot. Like, I I think this is gonna be a good one. <clears throat> Pardon me. And sure as shit. <laughs> she absolutely loves it and i enjoy it thoroughly as well like just going play led zeppelin you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's uh yeah it's, it's pretty awesome
1: um does she use it for kitchen timer as well
0: i i don't know everything she does with it quite frankly
1: okay because it has that option you could say Blah blah blah. Set a timer for fifteen minutes. And you can have like five or six different timers and she'll count it down and then at the end you just say she'll start and you just tell her to stop and it's kind of nice, hands-free thing. <sighs>
0: um <clears throat> excuse me. Um yeah, I, I, I don't know everything she does with it, like I said, but I do know that she uh, she does like it a lot.
1: Good. I've, uh, I've grown rather fond of mine as well. You know, I've got three of them, one in the living room, one in the office, and one in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And it makes it very easy, especially, you know, I've gone all out and I've got like, uh, lights hooked up to timers and stuff like that. and Smartphone devices. So, you know, I'll tell her it's bedtime and she'll shut down all these lights and, you know, tell me good night and sleep tight and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: But it's, uh, it's been nice for us. We've enjoyed it great mm-hmm. yeah, we've enjoyed it thoroughly
1: i think all the other shows that i watched are ones that you watched as well
0: um yeah i don't think there's anything i watched that you didn't watch i guess
1: okay i've got five shows listed here that i think we both watched
0: yep seems accurate okay um did you ever end up watching spitfire firebite that's what i meant firebite jesus yes firebite
1: uh, <coughs> no but it's been added to my list i okay. uh i saw a preview for it the other day there was a thing with uh, this new year's eve episode of doctor who and it was like i pulled it up on my app and it was like two hours and 28 minutes i'm like what and then at the end it was like now check out a special um presentation of firebite and i'm like oh so they tacked it on there called it on episode
0: yeah it's not good Oh, no, no,
1: no. I watched guess. the
0: first episode. I was thoroughly disappointed. Um, it just it never really took off. Mm. Like I watched it. I wanted to like it, but it just never really took off for me. And uh, um, I mean, by all means, give it a watch.
1: Maybe. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, it just. I mean, at least watch the first episode, and maybe you'll be like, "Oh, I actually thoroughly enjoyed this." And I'd be like, "Oh, fuck me, then." But no, um, yeah, check out at least the first episode.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's on my list on my AMC app. There were a couple of the shows that I noticed there that I uh, uh threw on there as well, and I can't remember off the top of my head what they are, but you know, yep. yeah, I'll check out at least the first one too. Anyhow.
0: What else we got going on?
1: Where do you want Uh, to start? How about um, Cobra Kai? Since we were talking about that right before this.
0: I watched the first episode. Um, I enjoyed it. It seemed a little. Seemed like they really tried to cram a lot into it.
1: Yes. Yes. It it did seem that way. Um, one thing that I did really like was that it, the cliffhanger that we got at the end of the last season was, you know, him picking up the phone and say, been a long time. And we kind of, you know, cut to black. Yeah. Um, and then we see the other side of this where, spoiler alert, Terry Silver <laughs> hears him say, been a long time. It just hangs up on him. He's yeah. just like, no, nope, I'm done. And hangs up and, you know, basically he tells him throughout the episode, he's like, I don't want to be part of this. I I've got a different life. And, you know, my
0: favorite part of that was when they're in they're talking and he's like back in the 80s, man, I was so whacked out on coke and everything else. (laughs) I terrorized a teenager in high school. Yeah. I made him do things, and they were showing clips from Cry to Kid Part Three and everything of uh-huh. him like punching the wooden dummy and breaking it. Da da da. I mean, I can't even believe like, this stuff just sounds made up. It's so like stupid. The stuff yeah. I actually did, I that actually busted me laughing because it was so terrible. Yeah. Part Three was so terrible, and legitimately, yeah. If you look at it in that respects, there's a grown ass Vietnam veteran man, adult man terrorizing a teenage kid in high school Mm -hmm. like and laughing about it
1: and honestly like i can't remember if it was touched upon in the uh in the movie but yeah looking at his behavior he was he was definitely whacked out on coke
0: oh yeah yeah he he was on the
1: coke yeah
0: no doubt about it he was on the coke
1: (laughs) yeah um So, yeah, it was it it was actually good. Like this show does a lot of things right. And that's one of the things that I've appreciated right from the get go is that they take what was in the movies and they acknowledge it, even if it's bad. I think I would have had less respect for Silver if he was sitting around like, yeah, I've been waiting to get my revenge. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Instead, he's like, nah, I'm doing other stuff. You know, he's basically a hippie.
0: No, I, I got other things to do. Uh, I've moved on with my life. I've matured.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're broken. I'm not.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, um, I, I did enjoy it, though.
1: Yeah. Then we have uh, uh, the kids doing the karate. We've got the three different schools, two of which are now working together. So Eagle Fang and... Yagi-Do have decided that they're going to
0: uh, eagle work together.
1: Thing. Yeah. <laughs> you named your dojo after what I can only assume was looking at this poster here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a great eagle thing. Uh,
1: but basically, again, the end of last season, it was like, oh, we're going to work together. Great. Awesome. And then we get to the reality of it. And it's like, no, this isn't going to work. You know, the, the kids, they've been learning their own ways, you know, all the equal thing kids have been learning the aggressive Cobra Kai way of attacking. And the Miyagi-Do kids have been learning defense and wait for them to come to you. So at one point it's like, they're just walking around in a circle, facing each other, not instigating. you got to wait for somebody to instigate. You can't just attack. He's like oh my god so he throws a water bottle at the head he's like there you've been instigated
0: um yeah and and you know that they just it's not just it's words it's not just going to work out like they think or they want it mm-hmm. to yeah and it does get to the point where there's a heated debate and they're going to go their own way and but at the end the kids are the ones that actually get Johnny and and um Daniel to actually realize all right we can make this work.
1: And what metaphor/analogy did they use?
0: I don't know. Rocky 3. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Rocky 3. Yeah.
1: They they right. told both of them about Rocky 3 basically saying, you know, about how they had to work together, to overcome the odds, blah 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 yeah. and uh, convince them both that they were rocky and the other one was clubber yeah and yeah it was it was fucking great i loved it
0: yeah that's right you're right yeah they used the rocky three comparison but anyways at the end of the day the kids did get everyone to work together proper and and we're all good all good in the hood
1: at least for the first episode
0: yes yeah we'll have to see what happens coming up but what was it you were saying about um what's in store or whatever
1: yeah, I've seen a few articles already and I know that like it all got dumped. Uh you and I are watching it one at a time, you know, but yes. all the episodes are out there. So there's already all these things that are like, you know, how did Cobra Kai pull off that surprising cameo? How what is next for Cobra Kai after season 4? I'm like, we just got this. Why are you guys bombarding us already? Um, what they like to do. Yeah. I, a buddy of mine messaged me this morning. He's like, I watched all of it. I said, great. I'm watching one a week. He's like, no, you need to, you need to just shut up and watch them all. And I'm like, no, it's not how it's working. he's like, no, you got to do this because like, y- it's really good. And I need to talk to you about it. I'm like, then you're just going to have to wait. And he's like, no, the world needs to know your opinions on this. I'm like, mm, <laughs> they really don't. Man. Yeah. I asked him if he had like an extra espresso today (laughs) or maybe he's pulling a Terry silver. (laughs) So yeah. Um, and then, Oh, and let's not also forget that, um, uh, what's his name there. I want to say Tommy, but it's not, um, the other kid who's now gone back to Cobra Kai, you know, Johnny's kid.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny's kid. Yeah.
1: Um, he goes in there and he's like, I'm here to train. And they're like, No, we don't want you around here. He goes, Fine. If one of you can land a punch on me, I'll walk. And and nobody can until, you know, he goes to help what's her name, Tori up, and she hits him and he's like, Fine, all right, I'm leaving. She's like, No, stay. He's like, Okay, if you guys want to learn how to beat Miyagi Do, I'm gonna teach you how they fight. So he's going to teach them Miyagi Do stuff, you know, because he's an expert. Um more drama but is he
0: really an expert
1: no that was definitely my sarcasm dripping through he is not an expert at all uh let's see moving right along uh what about the book of boba fett all
0: right so i heard a lot of people did not like this Okay. They found it was really weak sauce, or whatever the reasoning was. Um, I, I enjoyed it. As did I. Um, the one thing I didn't understand, though.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: the one thing I did not understand was how is it that. In The Mandalorian, he's pretty much a badass who beats the shit out of everyone. But in this, he has to be shuttered to some reviving. You, you know what I'm talking tank. about? Thank you. What's up with
1: that? Uh, well, if you remember correctly, and I'm, I am I haven't read up on this, but if you remember correctly, when we saw him in The Mandalorian, it was little bits here and there. You know, it was like. Uh, when he was on the planet with them, they did most of the fighting. He went and got on the ship and flew the ship around. He wasn't okay. doing a lot of the fighting, and then we wouldn't see him on screen for a while. So I feel like he was still recovering. You know, they could easily say that, yeah, he was not around a lot because the exertion was taking it out of. Him.
0: Okay. Okay. But All right.
1: That's my thought on that. I'll buy,
0: I'll buy that for a dollar.
1: Okay. Um, I can see why people probably didn't like this because they were looking for a show where he was going to be some ultimate badass and he's, you know, a battered, broken man. They were looking for something that was going to be like a continuation of the Mandalorian and all kinds of action. And there was action, but it was kind of subdued. And then yep. he needed to go take a nap right afterwards. Um, he's. Me. He's not the ass kicker that everyone wanted him to be. People have always, you know, idealized Boba Fett as like this amazing, phenomenal hunter killer, blah, blah, blah. And when you look at the, the empire strikes back and return of the Jedi, like he fired one shot that was on his way into the Sarlacc. Um, he was not a fearsome warrior fighting, killing machine, you know, he was a dude who figured out that they were hiding in the garbage and trailed them. And then, you know, set up a trap with Darth Vader. Like I wasn't expecting, I I wasn't expecting a, you know, Kung Fu master, hand to hand combatant. blah, blah, blah. I was expecting cheapy, sneaky, you know, underhanded fighting.
0: Yeah, no, you're right.
1: Um, he also, you know, we got a lot of backstory here of what happened when he crawled out of the Sarlacc and how he was fairly. Yep. That
0: I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. I enjoyed us seeing all of that part of the story.
1: Yeah. Uh, like when he saw the rhodian, he was like, Hey man, help me get out of here. And then he breaks out and the rhodian's like, Hey, he's escaping. He's escaping. A, you know, what a bitch. Yeah. Hoping to curry favor with them, I guess. But
0: yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it was all it was all good stuff. And the other thing is, again, you, you think Boba Fett, he's going to be, you know, we saw the promos for it. He was sitting on Jabba's throne. He's got Fennec right behind him. You know, it's like, yeah, this is going to be the biggest ass kicker. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to do it through fear. I'm going to do it through respect. Well, wait a minute. We wanted to see some ass kicking. We wanted to see you, like, kill those Gamorian guards. Don't Don't fold them into your thing. It's more of a samurai story is the way I'm feeling it than a ninja story.
0: Yes. I would agree with you on that. It's much more of a samurai story than a ninja story. Absolutely.
1: And I think people were expecting more, you know, if you yep. look at, if you look at the Mandalorian, there was a lot of action. There was a lot of gunplay. Um, there was a lot of him being a, a, badass you know and not giving two shits and fuck these people and i'm not going to do anything but then with a heart of gold and they just haven't given boba fett a chance with that yet because he's still recovering i guess Mm
0: -hmm. okay all right well i like that Hmm. i find that
1: i like the episode in general
0: Yes, me too.
1: I thought it was great.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I liked it in general. I look forward to more episodes.
1: Absolutely. Oh, okay.
0: What else?
1: Uh, we got The Witcher. Back for season two.
0: Yeah, did you watch um, two episodes or one episode?
1: I did. I watched two.
0: I watched the first two as well. Uh, I liked how they kind of gave us some some backstory. Or, yeah. Or the, not the backstory, sorry, the recap. The recap. Of the first season before they jumped into it. Mm-hmm. Um, But then, I don't know, it was kind of weird. It's like we had this big build all season long last season to this big epic finale at the end. We get a recap of all, which gets you kind of like geared back up for what happened initially we get you know the aftermath you know i can't think of the character's name but you have the one sorceress or witch looking for the girl that unleashed the fire
1: looking for Jennifer, yeah
0: thank you Jennifer. um and then five minutes into it it's like oh another like travel story of the week episode of of the witcher and his new uh ward traveling mm-hmm. and getting mm-hmm. and, and, and getting into a hijinks or, or coming across the you know, an evil being that uh, the Witcher has to kill, which I enjoyed the story, but it just seemed like it jumped back into the. The ho-hum or the it just kind of. J- yeah, we rather quickly it jumped into away from like this big epic culmination that we just had. Do you get what I mean?
1: I do get what you mean. Yep. Yeah. Um see, I looked at it differently. Uh, Geralt, witchers in general, but, um, Geralt by design, uh, is a sellsword. You know, he travels around and, you know, gets paid for his help wherever he goes. So the war was over and you even have some of the people, you know, they're like, Oh, we won. We won. It doesn't matter to him. He couldn't give two shits. Like, his new thing is that right now he has a ward. He has a daughter, you know, for yeah. lack of better term. And, you know, he spent the whole first season across two different timelines, which I'm glad that they're not doing that anymore. Um,
0: yes, that I'm, I'm very happy with that.
1: You know, he spent all of the first season basically looking for her, And now they're finally together and he's like, okay, now I got to do something with her, you know? And in this case, it's, I'm going to take her to care more. And, uh, by way of, you know, this village that seems to be empty and all the people have left and only his friend is still there. And, you know, you're right. It's, it's a monster of the week. Absolutely. Um, But it made sense to me, in my mind, because he wouldn't have stuck around for the outcome of the battle. He found out that, you know, according to this woman, Yen is dead. And he's like, okay, uh, I'm out of here. Nothing left for me here. I'm gone. Okay. But that's just how I took it.
0: Yeah. So what did you think of this Monster of the Week episode, if you will?
1: Um. Ultimately, I liked the story, you know, uh, was the monster, the monster, or was the monster, his friend? Cause you know, he was kind of, what was he like a warthog? Like he had been kind of cursed to be half warthog. I think it's like a
0: beauty and the beast type thing going on. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it was like, like, like a warthog.
1: Yeah. And long and short of it is that this, uh, Nasty creature, but, you know, takes on a very pleasing female form, uh, was sick and dying. He took her in, fixed her up. She fell in love with him and but she needs to feed. So he let her feed on him, but she also was killing villagers. And, you know, so he kind of turned a blind eye to that and said, you know, I'll let you feed on me so that you don't have to kill anybody else. Um, she genuinely loved him. But she was also a monster and, yep. you know, wasn't enough for her. So, like, she went after Ciri. She went after Geralt. and um, I really like that. The other story I'm having a harder time with caring about, um, you know, Yen has been. I I don't want to say abducted, but she's being held by this group who, you know, you've got the one sister there who's very devout, believes in magic and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And then you've got the, the people that they, uh, that have them that are like, we won the war. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's keep going. And they're heading back home. Um, And basically, it's just a lot of talking and a lot of whining about how, you know, her magic has betrayed her because she betrayed chaos. She used fire magic, and fire is unpredictable, and it drains too much out of you. It's so now she may never get her chaos back. And um, So it's just – it's a lot of talking. Even when they find the elves and they, like, start talking, hey, I've had a prophecy. I've had a prophetic dream too. Yeah, I had one too. Hey, what's yours like? What's yours like? It's just talking. So much talking.
0: And then they have the um the vision. In episode yes. two, I think it is, mm-hmm. um, where they all kind of see what they want to see and um. Hold on, I made a note. This is where I I um. She uh, it was in episode two, I believe. Okay because the el- they got captured by elves and she- Yennefer's like, I've got elven blood and they're like, oh, horse shit, you do. <laughs>
1: um.
0: <sighs> All right. They're visited by uh, death- the, the, the deathless mother who each, it appears to them in the form of someone that is appealing to them to try to get them to um, achieve their greatest desire, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Yennefer refuses. Um,
1: but we're finding well, out at the well, go ahead. she she does eventually. Yes, you're you're correct. Yes, she, but she, she eventually kind of ref- into it. Yeah,
0: but she eventually refuses because the task that she has to complete, um, she doesn't know what it is. But like, you don't get you don't get it for nothing. You have to do something for this for this, uh, deathless mother. Mm-hmm. And so Yennefer refuses, but then by the end of the episode, we find that her magic's gone. And I feel like to get her magic back, she's going to uh, take the deal.
1: Yeah, she absolutely is. Cause yeah. that was what was when they were each having that vision. It was what was important to her was power.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Geralt takes Siri to, I don't know. Is it like a Witcher house? I guess.
1: Cairmorin, uh, in the games and the books, it was their base of operations. It was an old, dead castle that okay. they kind of um, took. Basically, yeah. you know, everyone was like, "Fuck it, you can have it." It's snowy. It's broken down. Blah blah blah. And that's where they're created and where they train and kind of hide out, recuperate.
0: Um, and some creature attacks them. It turns out to be a fellow witcher who has been infected or infected by something mm-hmm. and um, they, they kill him anyways. And then they take his medallion off its corpse and hang it on the the tree of fallen witchers. And essentially, this is when we realize that Geralt is going to train Ciri to be a witcher,
1: mm. which was
0: obvious from last season. This is probably what was going to happen. Mm. But yeah, now we're here
1: the uh, the thing of it is, so there's, yep. there's a couple of things with this. Um, one, and they make mention of this several times in both the episodes, she has gifts. Like, she yes. has abilities that are beyond yep. theirs. Um, secondly, is the process, like, he could train her to sword fight, and he can train her to hunt animals and stuff, or demons and blah, blah, blah. But... I think what's going to happen is she's going to want to be a witcher and he's not going to let her because the process for that is essentially destroying parts of your body. Like you have to ingest so many of these different elixirs all at once that it mutates your body. That's why they have like the cat eyes. That's why they can, you know, drink a potion and have, enhanced reflexes and dark vision and stuff like that. Um, but it basically, it renders them infertile. It, uh, destroys most of their humanity. And it also gives them elongated life. So I don't think he's going to let her go through with that part of it. And I don't know if it'll be because of her powers or because he's going to do like the dad thing. But I think either way, that's where the stumbling block is going to be. She's going to be like, you've trained me this far. Why don't you do this? And,
0: yeah. I can see that. I can absolutely see that as well. I <coughs> mute. No, I'm not muted. Nope. Okay. Uh, well, I just bumped my thing. That's why it wasn't. Sure. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so we've only so- got like um. Only got there's there's. Yeah, there's only six more episodes. So do we want to watch two a week still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a short it's a short run, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, I still very much enjoy it. Uh, I I hope that the yen stuff doesn't drag too much, but it's okay. I'm sure that they're getting somewhere with it. Yeah.
0: Um, the American version of Ghost hasn't been on. It's so been on a uh, little hiatus. Mm-hmm. Yep, But uh, Kate and I have watched three or four episodes of the BBC version of ghosts.
1: Oh, how and is it?
0: It's funny. There's ghost characters that are in this that aren't in the U.S. version. And there's and there, there's similar storylines. There's the British mm-hmm. up, a version of it. And then there's, of course, the U.S. version of the same storyline we're seeing. Um, lots of similarities, of course. Um. I really like the husband in the U S version better than the British version so far. Okay. I, uh, I enjoy, we enjoy both of
1: them. I would imagine that there would be some differences because like in the American version, you've got the, the, uh, revolutionary war guy.
0: You have a world war, like maybe a world war one soldier in this one. uh, Instead of a native American, you have a caveman. Oh, um,
1: Instead of the hippie, do they have somebody different? Or
0: there's still a guy without his pants, but apparently he used to be the prime minister. (laughs) That makes sense. Um, There's still like the uh, Boy Scout troop leader with the arrow through his neck, except it's um, whatever it's 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 the British equivalent of like the Boy Scouts of America type of thing. Okay. Um, We still have the plague people in the basement. Um, Yeah. It's it's nice. still it's still it's still quite enjoyable, very much enjoyable. Again, a lot of similar storylines so far um, right. that we've seen in the American version as the, as the British version, and they're both very good. Awesome. If you like the American version, you'll like the British version, plain and simple.
1: Excellent. Then yeah. I'm looking forward to that.
0: What'd you think of the finale of Hawkeye?
1: Uh, loved it.
0: I I did too. Um jump to the ps real quick i I enjoyed the ps but i guess that's not what we were supposed to originally get
1: yes i had heard that as well go ahead um, give me your thoughts on the ps and then what we were supposed to get
0: well the the ps that we got was essentially whatever they had filmed in its entirety of uh rogers
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um the whole song and dance thing i actually enjoyed it thoroughly Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was actually very, 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 very good. Um, And I'm trying to think. I I read two weeks ago what the PS we were supposed to get was, and now I can't remember.
1: It was supposed to show the aftermath of what happened to Kingpin.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right.
1: It was supposed to show that he was alive. But uh, like in the comics, uh, when she shot him in the comics, he lost his sight.
0: Mm hmm.
1: And I guess they toyed with that idea, but they decided not to go with it. And I don't know if that's because they, they weren't firmly decided on if they wanted to keep him around, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio or not.
0: Well, they definitely made the King Pink stronger in this mm. than he was in daredevil series.
1: Uh-huh. Apparently the Hawaiian shirt was uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's idea. He wanted him oh, to nice. have more of a, you know, a character luau kind vibe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Big guy in Hawaiian shirts. That's yeah. that's very he, stereotypical.
1: Oh, yeah. He pulled it off.
0: Um, yeah. So I, I, I enjoyed the finale. Um, I thought they wrapped it up well.
1: Had a lot of uh, fun archery combat.
0: yep Out yep. there in
1: the uh, central. I want to say Central Park, but it's not.
0: The ice skating rink there in Rockefeller yeah. Plaza or whatever. Thank I you, thought yes. that scene was actually a little too long.
1: Mhm. I could see that. Yeah.
0: I actually thought that scene was a little bit too long for my liking. um. But we got to see the skill set that Bishop has, that Hawkeye has. Hawkeye says, you're my, you know, you're, you know, you know my, uh, she's going to go do something on her own. And he's like, no, I'm not, you know, you're my partner. I'm not going to.
1: Mm, he finally you. says that Oh,
0: you're my partner, you know, uh, yep. all their, all, all their LARPing friends. When they're trying to help evacuate everybody from the building, they put their LARPing uniforms on to help them guide it better, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It had the typical Marvel comedy, but it all worked well. And then we get the big reveal that uh, Hawkeye's wife is an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Because
0: mm. that... Rolex watch that from the first episode that they were looking that he was looking for all the way through, they finally get by the end of it and it's mm-hmm. got the shield insignia on the back, and he gives it to her. And is she Agent 18? Nineteen. I mean that's what I meant. Agent nineteen.
1: Yeah. Which is interesting because canonically we've already had Agent Nineteen, which is Mockingbird, yes. Bobby Morse in yes. Agents of Shield. But in the comics, Hawkeye was married to Mockingbird. So are they retconning that? Are, you know, Adrian Pilecki, they like wrote her out. They said, you know, she will never be back to age of the shield. Are they redoing this?
0: I don't know. It'd be, it'd be kind of the first time they've done that. I mean, not really. Cause we've had, you know, Eric Bada and, and, um, Edward Norton both played. Hulk. Oh Yeah. And, of course, you know, Don Cheadle famously is the second roadie. Mm -hmm. Um, But I almost feel like they're going to ignore Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: I I feel that way as well. I feel like, you know, everything that happened in there, they're just going to say, no, it was kind of like what they did with uh, Star Wars and the legacy stuff.
0: Legacy, yeah. Because if you think about it, like, we did get to see – what's her face from Thor on shield and of oh course, yeah yeah in an episode and of course you know uh we had um I can't think of his name now but he was in he was in Captain America Winter soldier the black bald guy we saw him on shield and we saw him on there he worked for Hyde oh yeah, yeah yeah I want to say Tilson but it's not Tilson. But otherwise and Colson, but otherwise we haven't seen anybody that was on Shield in the MCU. Right. And Shield's been off the air a couple of years now, hasn't it? Mhm. So I would not be surprised if they just, you know, said ah it was fun but it's not it's not part of it.
1: Right. The same way that they, you know, aside from Kingpin now, they have kind of written off the defenders. You might've muted yourself. I heard I a did big, not, nail. I just,
0: I, I don't, I don't have anything to say about
1: that. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed <sighs> this. Um, I saw this I l-
0: awesome meme that I can't share with you.
1: Oh, sorry. um, Uh, Once again, after the last episode, now in this episode, I love Yelena even more. I want more Yelena. I love her character. I love Florence Pugh playing her. Um, it, It was charming it was great watching her go back and forth with hawkeye and basically him finally saying no this is what happened and then he has what is it the secret whistle there she's like yes. how do you know that and he's like yeah she used it she taught me that because she said that you guys used it all the time and that's what she's like oh my god you did know her and he's like yeah right. i did
0: i miss her yeah. every day
1: <laughs> yep uh i love that aspect of it here's an interesting theory that i saw online okay so in the, um, in the opening, the first episode, they were all watching the Steve Rogers, you know, retrospective musical thing there. Yep. I can do this all day. And
0: <laughs>
1: Ant-Man Ant- yep. was there.
0: I can do this all day.
1: Yeah. And he's like, Ant-Man wasn't even there. Yeah. So now we get the PS and it's the whole climactic you know the whole thing again yeah and ant-man is definitely there they even do him as part of the roll call right so people online were like nothing in the mcu is ever accidental right nothing they said now we have the one person who has been integral to time travel is scott lang um and he is still in possession of that kind of technology as far as we know. And we have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania coming up. Is it possible that as part of that, he somehow goes back in time and inserts himself into this? Does he have to go back and take part in the Battle of New York? And that's why people are remembering it that way now.
0: But he, but, but see, I know, MCU time travel doesn't allow that. But Hawkeye said he wasn't even there. Yeah. Like, why is he in this? He wasn't there. Yeah. He wasn't at the Battle of New York, but he was there later in Endgame, if you will, mm-hmm. and everything else. And this is clearly post-Endgame. Yeah, in Civil War. And this is clearly post-Endgame. So they just, yes. you know, the musical people have retconned him in it. This is after the blip.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe.
0: So I think it's just one of those things where they're just using some creative license to be like, well, Ant Man was part of the Avengers eventually.
1: <laughs> so. But they didn't. They didn't add in Vision or Wanda.
0: Yeah, but see, Vision, but Wanda's got some heat for the whole uh, taking over the town. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're mad at her.
1: Okay. So. What about Doctor Strange, Spider Man, War Machine? shut up <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's going to be interesting to see what pans out over the next few movies yes do you realize I, I, I do as well it may is when the next one comes out and that's multiverse of madness
0: yeah i'm excited
1: for it as am i
0: and it, it's may it'll be early enough so hopefully it's it's at the drive-in
1: Oh, yeah, that would be great. I did not yeah, thought of that.
0: Yeah, so hopefully it's at the drive-in, because, you know, yep. that way you can see it.
1: Exactly. Fucking A, right, Cotton.
0: Yeah. I bet they'd
1: open up in May for that.
0: A lot of them open in May anyways. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Oh, big stretch.
1: Oh, so nice. what does that I leave like, us, I Doctor I Who? Like
0: a, I like a good big stretch. Mm-hmm um yeah i mean yeah we do have dr who to talk about
1: so what did you think of this one
0: it was a time loop yep um i do like me a good time
1: loop it was interesting that um everybody knew what was going on it wasn't just like one person
0: yeah that's true it's like they figured okay we died uh but we're still here and um you know that's that's cool that we're still here, uh. But why is this happening? What can we do to stop it? And then you know they devise a plan, and I don't know, it all worked out well. What do yeah. you think about them making Yaz a lesbian?
1: Um, I like how it was handled because basically she said that she hadn't even been willing to admit it to herself, like that she hadn't told anybody and blah, blah, blah. Um, I thought that early on, I thought when we first met her, maybe I was just like assuming, but I thought that we had had some kind of indication that that was the case, but no, now that I'm thinking on it, she was just, she was a cop and that was it.
0: Yeah. I don't remember her being anything else besides that.
1: Right. So yeah, I had no problem with it. I thought they handled it well. Um, and that she clearly seems conflicted about it, and, you know, mm-hmm. people fall in love with the Doctor all the time. It's not it's, hard.
0: No, it's, it's not hard.
1: It'll be interesting, though, if this regeneration flips to a man again.
0: Yep. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there
1: you know, will she still be in love with the doctor as the doctor or was it just that iteration? As we've seen, the different iterations are always very different. Mm-hmm. True. So what did you think of this episode?
0: Oh, I-, I liked it thoroughly.
1: Um, I, I kept trying to place the woman who owned the storage unit. Yeah. Like during the commercials, cause I had to watch commercials with because I was stupid. Um, they kept uh
0: so I watch it on the a m c plus app, and mm. it, because of uh streaming rights, it does play with limited commercial interruptions, right? That's mm. how they tell like to tell me on it yep which which is fine. I don't mind that the limited commercial interruptions are Doctor Who commercials, and there's like, nice. it's like watch the show you're already watching, go back and watch <laughs> the flux series all over again and, and they're oh, like nice. fifteen twenty fifteen second spots type of thing.
1: See, I watched it on spectrum and I ended up getting full commercials, but also some behind the scenes stuff where they talked about it, you know? So like Jody said, at one point, she's like, when I read the script, and I showed up for the first day of shooting and they're like, yeah, you get um, exterminated immediately. She's like, wow, I genuinely thought somebody wrote me off earlier than I expected. (laughs) Um, but they, uh, one of the ones that they were talking about on there was, uh, they were all so excited to get to work with the woman who ran the self-storage place. They're like, oh, she's so funny, and she's so great. And She looked familiar, but I tried looking her up on IMDb, and I didn't recognize any of the stuff. So it could just be she's one of those like British personalities that is big there, but over here, not so much.
0: Was It, Day- it wasn't Day of the Daleks, was it? Yeah.
1: Was she in that one?
0: No, no, no. No, this um,
1: one this one's uh Eve of the Daleks.
0: Eve of the Daleks,
1: okay. Play on New Year's Eve, you know.
0: Yeah. All right. Let me look to see who she is, see if I recognize okay. her. Because I, I thought I recognized her as well. Um, um from being in something. And I couldn't think of what it was. And she was kind of a piece of shit person at the beginning.
1: Mm, oh um, yeah. But then,
0: but by the end, you know, like she was in love and
1: dude, like She was for, like, the first two-thirds of it. I mean, even when he was like, yeah, I always come here on New Year's Eve because, you know, I know you'll be here. She's like, ew. he's like, wow, that's not what I was expecting. And she's like, well, I mean, that's kind of stalkery. Like, you're being a stalker. And he's like, yeah, but I wasn't, like, doing anything wrong. I just wanted to spend time with you.
0: Yeah, I recognize her from nothing.
1: Yeah. But she she has been in a
0: ton of stuff. Holy cow. Yeah. Lots of lots of tv shows mhm lots of series if you will but nothing yep. that's jumping out at me
1: okay so moving on yep um yep. yeah i like the fact that the episode kept evolving um you know like i said everybody knows that it's a time loop and so it's not like one person knows and they have to bring everybody else up to speed but The kicker of that is that the Daleks also know that it's a time loop, and so they're learning each time. And they're like, oh, they went to this room, so we'll wait there for them. Uh, You know, We'll get there first and kill them. Um, So they're always one step ahead because they're playing the game that way. They're trying to kill these guys. Everybody else is trying to figure out what to do or how to get out. And the Daleks are like, no, we know what you're going to do. Oh, you went this way? Then we'll make sure to get you there. We know where you start the loop.
0: Yes, and at first, there's just the one Dalek, and then by the end, we realize, oh, there's two Daleks, and then at one point, there's multiple Daleks, so...
1: hmm yep. yep. What do you think about the Gatling gun that one of them had? It was a little they all odd. had them.
0: I thought they all yeah. had them. Yeah, I thought that was, that was different. It wasn't the standard laser blaster. No, no. And and they did blame the Doctor for the destruction of the Dalek fleet and everything else, and the majority of the race of Daleks, as well as, you know, the... Um, Oh, yeah, everybody else,
1: the Cybermen and the Daleks,
0: the Cybermen, yeah, in the Flux. And -hmm. she's like, that wasn't my plan. That was someone else's plan that I piggybacked.
1: That was the Sontaran stratagem. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, the Sontarans were basically trying to sacrifice the essence of the Daleks and the Cybermen.
0: But there was no reboot of what happened at the Flux is what I mean. Right. Right. Like, they didn't reboot it. It'd be like, oh, none of that had actually happened, or everybody's still around. Like, the flux still happened, period.
1: Right. Yep. Uh,
0: At the – we get a little teaser at the end for, like, the next – did you see that part?
1: No. Mine kicked right off. Okay. It kicked into – sorry, it kicked into the special preview of Firebright. Okay, no.
0: So we got a little teaser at the end of the episode um, for the next special like five, like 10 seconds long, like, you know, coming soon. And it just it showed like the doctor and a guest and Diaz and, and everybody. That was about mm. it. It wasn't it wasn't enough for you to be like, oh, this is what this is going to be about.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So basically nothing.
0: Basically nothing, but enough to let you know, Oh, they've already filmed it basically.
1: Okay. Well, in keeping with that, I want to throw one piece of news out here that I saw, um, just as we're talking about it. Um, the, we've got three specials coming throughout 2022 that basically wrap up. I'm sorry,
0: r- real quick. They did yeah. tell us the title legend of the sea devils. And oh, I'll leave it at. Perfect. Yeah. Sorry. So okay. yeah, they did tell us the, the title of it.
1: Gotcha. So. Um, so the only thing that we've gotten so far is that they're going to have three different episodes throughout here, you know, in 2022. Um, then Russell T Davies is taking back over. Yep. They've said that it will be, his run will begin November of 2023, just in time for the series 60th anniversary.
0: Yes. 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 And and Jodie Whittaker's final episode of The Doctor um, is also considered the 300th story of Doctor Who. So that's. Pretty oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so, oh, also in this one, what caused the time loop was actually the TARDIS restructuring. Mm. that was the, that was the big thing is like they were supposed to go to some beach on some Island while the TARDIS restructured, but they reset the timer, reset the TARDIS and they had to um, get out of the TARDIS in like seven seconds. And they ended up in this warehouse and they started this whole loop with the Daleks and everything like that. Um, And then when the, when the the TARDIS was done restructuring, we now have a new layout inside of the TARDIS. So the TARDIS has a new set design inside now. Which I enjoyed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It looked kind of kind of creepy. It gave me some um, uh, David Tennant vibes, honestly. You know, like the yeah. yellow color and the alien look. Yep. Yep. So. Any other shows? Uh, I think that was it for shows. I think that's it for shows too. Movies?
0: I watched a couple of movies. I
1: watched four movies.
0: Yeah. I watched a Netflix original movie called the lost daughter uh, with Olivia oh. Coleman. Okay. And it's got, I mean, it's got Olivia Coleman, uh, Dakota Johnson from the, uh, the, the 50 shades movies. It's got Ed Harrison. It. It's got some other people you might recognize. It's also got a really dumb fucking story. And don't waste your fucking time.
1: <laughs> I like that. Yeah.
0: We watched a Disney movie called Third Man on the Mountain where Kate randomly was like, "Let's watch this." So we watched that with Wesley because it's rated G and we actually really enjoyed it thoroughly. It's from like 1956. <laughs> um, yeah, 1959. Sorry. Um, but yeah, it's um we liked it a lot. It's on Disney Plus we'll probably end up watching more of these type of movies. Cause it's something we can watch in front of Wesley and not worry about cursing or how old anything is he of that nature? Six. Dude, he'll be seven he's ready soon. for it. Nah, 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 no, 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 we're good.
1: You and I turned out good. Well, yeah, but I mean,
0: just cause we turned out good. Doesn't mean uh, I want to take any take, takes the chances, you know? Okay. Try to think if I watched any other movies, I feel like I had to have like, Gosh, maybe I didn't. Maybe there's really been less time than I thought from the last time we recorded to now. And I worked a ton, and then we had so much holiday stuff. Some wrestling was on. I watched a lot of wrestling. Yeah, I guess the only other movie I watched was No Time to Die.
1: Oh, how was that?
0: I, I, it's the la- it's the new Bond movie with um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Dan- the last Bond movie with Daniel Craig. <coughs> yep. And um, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly.
1: I'm thinking about picking that up at the red box.
0: Possibly. That's what I, I red boxed it. Yeah. It was, it's worth yep. your time. Hmm. What have you heard about? Have you heard anything about it?
1: Um, I've heard that it's his last one. I've heard, I, I see headlines here and there that say different things that lead me to believe that there's like some major upheaval and there's some major twist type thing. So I'm trying to avoid the, uh, the interwebs on that. Respect, okay. which I've been doing a pretty good job of that and Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. all right. Yep. But you liked it.
0: I did. I liked it a lot. I, I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed the movie. Nice. It's the um, I think it's the 25th James Bond movie in the official canon run. Because there's been what? other James Bond movies mm. that don't <coughs> count. Such as? Um, well, let's see here. Yeah, so there's 25 in the official Eon Productions run. And then there's... Um, um, hold on. Uh, there's a Casino Royale. Okay. Um, there's a uh, one that... Um, God damn it. I'll get there. I can't think of it. Sean Connery came back for it. Never say never again. There we go. That was a Warner brothers flick that Sean Connery came back and did as James Bond. Um, and it was a remake of a Thunderball, which was already a James Bond movie that I believe Roger Moore did. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was actually released at the same time as *Octopussy*, starring Roger Moore. So it was very confusing. And then there's been a few other low-budgets or made-for-TV ones or whatever that were that were, you know, used James Bond in the movie in the movie, but it wasn't official canon. Mm. But that's the only one. Um, *Never Say Never Again* is the only one that starred a previous James Bond actor as James Bond, but it was not an Eon movie,
1: so. Hmm. okay would you watch her movies um like i said i watched four of them um <coughs> so christmas we christmas eve we watched it's a wonderful life it's great continu- flick. continuing her tradition uh and this was my first viewing and it's interesting i told her afterwards um That basically I was always under the impression that it was a much shorter movie and that the majority of it took place with him thinking, you know, I don't want to live and let's see what the world is like without you in it. That was like the last 10 minutes of it. Like most of that movie was getting to know him building up to that. But it holds up, doesn't it? Oh, it absolutely does. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I just thought that. No, no, no. uh, Like if you would had me write down on paper, I would have been like, yeah, this movie is about a guy seeing what the world was like without him in it. And it was not. This was about him living in that world. And then them saying, oh, well, here's a brief glimpse of what it would be like without you in it.
0: Yeah. But the movie, the book, the book, the movie really holds up as a good Oh, damn straight.
1: Absolute good movie. It was a damn good good movie. Good movie.
0: But yeah. yeah, it actually surprises me how, how good it is.
1: <coughs> um, and how yeah. well it holds up. I, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. And yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to watching it again next year. Yep. Um, and then Christmas morning, while we were doing our presents and stockings, we were like, oh, let's put on a Christmas movie. And she had never seen Scrooged. So we put that on. How have you
0: not seen Scrooged? Come on. Right? That's what I come said.
1: Come on. I was like, come on. So we watched that fucking great movie.
0: Oh, it's a phenomenal movie.
1: Yeah. It's just oh, so good. Yeah. Um I had fun pointing out that you know, The Ghost of Christmas Present was also Billy Crystal's wife in uh Princess Bride. Mhm. And uh yeah, Br- basically has the same energy. Like she is the same person in both movies. Yeah. <clears throat> They're probably sisters. Um <clears throat> we uh i'm
0: not saying it's true they're sisters but yeah <laughs> same energy that's
1: for sure so with all the hype lately and all the excitement around spider-man and the marvel movies in general um i've made a, a impassioned push and so we've stepped back into it and we watched iron man 2 um the funny thing is with the Marvel movies now that we have nowadays, you know, the guardians of the mm. galaxies and Ragnarok's and, you know, infinity wars and stuff. Iron man two is not great. No, it's, it's uh, it, it's really a kind of a piss poor movie and all like Julia said to me right in the beginning, like, uh, one of the opening scenes is Ivan, um, building his own arc reactor. And she goes, Wait a minute. This makes no sense. So this guy, what? He was poor, and then one day just decides he wants to build this thing just because he can. Like, why didn't he do that before and make some money? And I'm like, I have no answer for that. I'm sorry. I, I that is a giant gaping hole in the logic. Or you it's know, the a fact very that, accurate question, but I can't answer it. <laughs> the, the fact that Howard Stark envisioned a new element. And said, it's impossible to make. And then Jarvis said, it's impossible to make. And then Tony was like, hold my beer. And made a whole new element. Just created yeah. a, new, a new element. And I said, it's a comic book movie. We have to suspend disbelief. You know? There's gamma radiation monsters. This was also, it's interesting. Um, I had forgotten that, I, well, I knew that this was the first... Appearance of Black Widow, but I had forgotten that they spent most of the movie pretending she wasn't Black Widow, even though all of us knew it from the previews and the trailers and everything. So it was one of those terribly kept secrets, you know, where basically only the characters in the movie don't know that she's really a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Um,
0: Otherwise, it's funny funny when you go back on things like that and you realize, oh. Oh. Yeah, this is terrible. Or oh, yeah, this could be so much better.
1: Yeah, it, it could have been a lot better. There's a cameo by Elon Musk in there when they're at um, Monaco. Like he walks over to him and he's like, "Hey, Elon," and he's like, "Hey, uh, I got an idea for it's like a wind-powered car or something." He's like, "Great, we'll uh, we'll put something together." He's like, "Okay." I'm like, oh god, that's cringy. So yeah, definitely not. I'm not looking forward to number three either, but, you know, we did. Yeah, this. that's
0: that's that's actually really the worst
1: one. Uh, we're skipping the Incredible Hulk because it's Edward Norton. And basically, I can sum it up. You know, I could just be like, yeah. hey, this is who the Hulk is. This is his problem. You don't need to see it. And so the next one we're going to jump into is Thor, the original Thor. Which is solid. Um, I liked that Iron Man 2, the PS, like there's the part in the movie where Coulson shows up and he's like, "No, nah, I've been reassigned. I'm heading to New Mexico. And he's like, oh, well, send me a postcard. And he's like, okay. And Julia's like, oh, are we going to get to find out what's in New Mexico? I said, yeah, you will. And then you get the PS at the end where he rolls up on Mjolnir and you're like, oh, here comes the next movie. <sighs> And other than that, I only watched one other one. Did you watch any of the movies? No. Um, we sat down and watched the uh, Warner Brothers, Harry Potter, 20th anniversary special. Oh, how that treat you? Really well, honestly, like um, the movies were great. It was fun watching a lot of the actors and actresses talk about their time on the films. And, you know, it, if you think about it, like they said, it was an unprecedented kind of thing. This was 10 years of their lives. These kids went from being like 11, 12 years old to adults during the filming of these movies. Like, we watched them age on the screen. And
0: Yeah, that's pretty crazy.
1: You know, outside of things like maybe Modern Family, you know, some of these long-running sitcoms where you get like a child actor who grows up, um, you don't really see that. So – it was really kind of unprecedented than to hear them talk about it. You know, there was some laughs, there were some, you know, heartfelt scenes and, um, you know, of course they paid respects to the people who died. Um, you know, the Alan Rickman's and such, uh, it was really well done. I really enjoyed it. Um, made me want to watch the movies again, but not jump right into them. Like not immediately go right back to them. But yeah, I want to see them again. That's all I got to say about that.
0: Okay. Um, news?
1: News and trailers, I guess. I don't really have a whole lot. I think we only had like three trailers, and then you shared I mean, some news, and I shared some news. and.
0: I mean, really, the only news I shared, one of the biggest news shares was the uh, I hope your day is is Coke Bilk.
1: <laughs> nice. <sighs> yeah. And it's Funny, because I had some of that the other day.
0: Oh, that yes, that well, yeah.
1: <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, but legendary um,
0: So like I had, we had talked about last time we recorded. uh I told you that when the multiverse of madness trailer come out, I would share it with you. I would watch it first and then let you know if it's spoiler free. Mm-hmm. And it's spoiler free.
1: Yeah, it is. So and did it you watch it? Looks awesome.
0: I did. It does look awesome, doesn't it? Oh my God.
1: So fucking awesome. Yeah,
0: it looks very, very good. Very, very good. I mm. uh, shared with you that Michael Keaton's going to play Batman in the new Batgirl movie.
1: Yep. I'm down for that.
0: I read something else recently of the reason why Ben Affleck isn't coming back as Batman in any of this stuff is because he doesn't want to be Batman anymore.
1: <laughs> he didn't want to be Batman in Justice League. Yeah. But he kind of yeah. had to.
0: Yep. Uh, Wonder Woman is going to be in the new Sejan Fairy of the Gods.
1: Yes, that's interesting.
0: And I also read that the new Flash movie is going to retcon the DCE universe to get rid of Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill as Superman and Batman.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't have any more details than that, but I did read that, that, that the new Flash movie was going to do that.
1: Interesting.
0: Because Ben Affleck is in the new Flash movie as Batman
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I don't I wonder if they're doing
1: like a flashpoint kind of thing
0: I don't know if Henry Cavill is in it or not which I liked him as Superman
1: yes as did I
0: um essentially in April then the I think it's sometime in April I don't have the date anymore uh, the 45 day window for Batman to be on HBO max, sorry. The Batman to be on HBO max is uh, April 19th. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go see it in the theater anyways. No. So I'm good there. Um, oh yeah, no, you actually shared that one. I think, um, yeah. And then you shared one other trailer.
1: I shared three other trailers. You forgot the two from before that, which was uh, Slugfest, the one that's going to be the documentary about DC versus uh, Marvel. <sighs>
0: okay, yes, and I thought that was – I thought we had recorded since that one, but we recorded right before you shared that. That's right. Right, Yeah. I thought we had talked about them already. Yeah, Slugfest looks awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm always down Rachel's for a good theories? documentary about that stuff. When was that? Is that already available? Uh, Maybe.
0: I think it might be, actually.
1: It's a, it's a, I like how it's um. It's from the Russo brothers, narrated by Kevin yeah. Smith.
0: Yeah. It might be out now. Apparently, I'm into Zelda right now. Well, someone's comment is I've enjoyed. Yeah, December 24th. Thanks. let to go check it out.
1: And then we got a full official trailer for death on the Nile. The next Agatha Christie movie.
0: I feel like this one's been a long time coming,
1: right? Don't you feel like it was like 10 years ago? That we saw the first preview.
0: I really do. Yeah.
1: Um, and then, yeah, it's not so much a trailer, but basically I sent you the mock, uh, brilliant zoom call for, <laughs> Season three of Staged, absolutely brilliant. Oh, fucking harbingers of doom. Yeah. I love their logic. They're like, yeah, uh, when we signed up to do Staged, they put us on a lockdown, and then yeah. you said, hey, they're interested in season two, and the next day there was another lockdown. <laughs> yeah. What aren't you telling us? <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's what, is the like, no. what yeah. does the BBC <laughs> know? What does the BBC know?
0: I like how their wives are just sitting there drinking calmly, uh-huh. as yep. both david and michael are freaking out i love why did i shave my why did i shave my
1: fucking beard Uh uh-huh and his hair's all jet just like chalk white and david Tennant's is all like red for whatever reason
0: no i thought it was good what does the bbc know what have (laughs) they told you and don't
1: say nothing
0: (laughs) nothing if that is your real
1: name simon (laughs) yeah yeah Um, i enjoyed
0: that that trailer
1: I only have two other things of news. Uh, one of them is uh, apparently the guy who is responsible for Squid Game. You know, they're doing a season two. Apparently, he's already talking to Netflix about season three.
0: So, oh, yeah, I don't know if I've, I care about watching a season two of that.
1: I, I don't either. Like, I don't know how they would. I think the magic of the first one was the unpredictability. Yeah, We were able to let go of the things like the whole cop story and how that never got any kind of real resolution because we were just like, whoa, these games are fucked up. They're not going to be able to do that in this one.
0: Yeah, no, they're not.
1: They captured lightning in a bottle, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one, it's just kind of a fun thing.
0: Genie and a bubble. Oh,
1: go ahead. Uh, back when Parks and Rec was on TV. There was an episode where Pat Oswalt's character decided to filibuster. He he didn't want them to be able to vote on something, so he did a filibuster. And what he did was he read his fanfic for um, bringing Boba Fett back to life. And the scene in question starts with him talking and. He says, we pan down from the Twin Sons of Tatooine. We're now close to the mouth of the Sarlacc pit. After a beat, the Gloved Mandalorian armor Gauntlet of Boba Fett grabs onto the sand outside the Sarlacc pit. And the feared bounty hunter pulls himself from the maw of the sand beast. And then we got this opening of the Book of Boba Fett, which mimics that completely. And people are like, you predicted it. And he's like, I feel honored. Uh, they never consulted me on this. But yeah, that's kind of cool. I thought that was fun. Mm. All right. That was a good grunt. Uh,
0: no, I, uh, excuse me, pardon me. I I do not remember seeing that.
1: You weren't a Parks and Rec fan, though, were you?
0: No, I was not. I was not a Parks and Rec fan, sir.
1: So. so then that would make sense. Yeah. So. um, I think that's it for me.
0: Well, um, I guess that's everything for me, too. Okay. Uh, I am on the, the Twitter machine. I'm Superstar SuperstarML.
1: I'm the Quantum Geek G33K. And that is our show. Talk to you later.